wasn't about, especially when it came down to girls, it was like, yo, I have to know the sun sign, then I could read what my horoscope is, and then I could tell her what hers says, because that's what I'm going to read. I'm and smart. And then you got to tell her if you're a match or not. I know. Were, were but see, there's a always match? a match. You just got to find the right book. Because sometimes books will be like, yo, these two go. But I'll be like, let me and read them. you try one. it out, and you be like, hell no, that didn't work out. Yeah. See, and my thing is this, too. Sometimes when I read that stuff, is it almost like because I read it, then I think that that's what's going to happen? or? Sure, if you care about it that much. Like, what's your take? I mean, you can, you can. it's like someone telling you, you know, you should try Top Robin. I mean, you're probably going to try it, mm-hmm. but are you going to like it? I don't know. Depends you on might. how the person describes Top Ramen to me. You know what I'm saying? But They're like, yo, you got to try this. Then you're like, hmm, okay. As opposed to, man, try it. It's whatever, man. Yeah. And then your mindset's a little different. I'm so fucking lit right now. Yeah! I'm so <laughs> lit. She gave me crazy tea over there. And I'm, f- no, no. <laughs> No. You're good. What are you talking about? You I'm all lit, good. I'm lit. No, Anywho, let's continue our conversation from the outside. We did start talking outside, but you were talking about taking a one-year hiatus going to Mexico. Mexico. Because? I will be going to visit my grandparents. Yeah. I will go to visit uncles and relatives that I haven't spent time with because we live in two different parts of the world. Yeah. And I want <coughs> to... I want to experience Mexico, how they see it, how they view it, their struggles as a Mexican living in Mexico. I mean, you hear about the stories of immigrants coming over here and looking for a better living, and they come here and they find a better living. They find things materialistically, find better jobs. They are able to provide more for their children, but you only hear about those stories. You don't hear about the stories that decide to just settle and and be comfortable and continue a tradition that gets lost or somewhere along the way because people decide to migrate, mm-hmm. which I think is very important. I think it's very important. But I also want to get the perspective of people who just are okay almost with what destiny has for them and they will strive in that. But culture, tradition gets lost once. Mm-hmm. We decide to migrate, right? And language gets lost. Mm-hmm. I've, I don't speak perfect Spanish, mm-hmm. and I understand it. I will understand it, but don't speak it well. And I can read it, but it's it's it is it gets lost as we migrate and adapt other cultures like American culture, like mm-hmm. pop and um art and you know, photography has. Oh my God! Instagram and like what the internet does now, it can, <coughs> it can like provide us a perspective into seeing another world. But you can never y- that doesn't give you the experience. Mm-hmm. And I, what I'm looking for is that experience. What I search for is that experience. So to be able to connect with people beyond the materialistic, beyond, you know, what who we are mm-hmm. beyond what I what I've brought but I you know beyond what I've brought now to the table some people who I won't know will offer me their home their food the last that they will have mm-hmm. just for me to be comfortable who does that who yeah, does that's that? crazy who says mm. you don't have come eat at my house I don't have much but I'll we were talking about food earlier yeah true that 
You're gonna cook me sushi. <laughs> You're gonna cook I me do. sushi. I he do get down. Gonna, he said he's gonna be having a pop up cook up. Oh, I don't know about that. No comment. Oh, I, no I, comment. I, no comment. I plead the fifth on that. Who knows? Come on. Now. Who knows for sure? But yeah, no, I, I, yeah, definitely dabble in food. But yeah, no, going back to what you just said. So you just broke that down. Like that was mad deep. Thank you for sharing that. That oh. was like amazing. Like when did you, um, were were you born in in the states or were you born? And you are of Mexican and Puerto Rican descent, correct? So first question there, is there a difference in the way that Puerto Ricans speak uh, their type? Is it Spanish that they still derive from, like their their language? But it's just kind of like a different uh, accent, I guess, or a different. Almost the accent, dialect, the way, the tone. I do do Puerto Rican. Just a couple words in the accent. So I could do a reference because I'll have you do it in like the Spanish sounding. Puerto Rican? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. do Puerto Rican? Yeah. You got to give me a scenario. Uh, Let me see here. Um, I didn't wash the dishes, and you just got home. And you're like, yo, what the fuck? Go ahead, go. You mad. Hijo de gran puta, vete pa' carajo. Coge tu cosa. Y vete pa' carajo, vete pa' afuera. Out, All right, so that's the Puerto Rican joint, right? That's Puerto Rican. That's, All right. that's my mom. I do yeah, that. super loud. <laughs> Dude, I was like scared. That's I was mommy. Like, Shout I'm out sorry. to you, mommy. <laughs> mommy, Yolanda Merced, I owe you my life. I, I love did you. Do the, uh, the Mexican Spanish style. Wow, thing. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. Same scenario. Same scenario? Oh, no, no, no different no, scenario. All right. Different scenario. Um, you just caught me playing myself in the room. <laughs> A common thing that happens. Um, That's probably the actual reaction. <laughs> You're like, what the? I probably. No words? No, close the door. Uh, and okay. then after you were done, you'd be like, Juan Mijo. <laughs> Hola, Juan Mijo. <laughs> Necesito hablar contigo. Quítate. Chinga tu madre. Y lárgate, güey. Ya. That is hella Pero different, ya. though. That is hella different. Chinga tu madre, güey. I hear it. Do you hear it? Y lárgate, right? güey. That's Mamando su pito, güey, en la casa, güey. Oh, Hazlo see, para afuera. I don't know what she's saying now. See, this is going too much. No, but for real, I do hear the difference. <laughs> I do hear the difference. That is interesting. So when you speak, usually, is it? Be, are you changing it when you're I'm talking like a to different? Or are you oh kind of dipping gosh, in both? Or no. does your Spanish just sound unique because of your influences sure, from both? Sure, I'm all of it. I'm Dang. like seven-layer dip. You all of it. <laughs> seventh-layer dip. Oh, seventh. The seventh or layer. Not the seventh. All seven? Just the seventh the, one. All, all of them. All, all of the them. above. Yo, you about to hulk that mic? All what happened? Did the mic break on you? What happened? What you need? You good? Is it cool? Are you good? And then, okay, so on top of that, so you were born here. And then have you always felt like this about, like, the uh, history and the heritage of, like, the culture? No, not always. I, I, I was unappreciative when I was younger. I was looking for mm, short-term things. Okay, so when did this all kind of come about, your fascination with it? Because, like I told you, uh, as we were walking outside, I was like, it's – Interesting because I felt the same throughout most of my life where I'm like, oh, I don't know, I'm just Filipino, I don't know, whatever I knew about it up until that point. And then I'm like, okay, but 
all of a sudden I just have this fascination of like, wait, what's the origin of this shit? Like, how the fuck did I get here? What's the whole story behind all of this? And but this is more recently for me, and I'm in my mid thirties. So for you being as young as you are, I I'm definitely fascinated how you kind of came about the whole idea of like, you know, wanting to go into the history and be kind of more uh, about that. Especially if you want to dabble into that, that'd be amazing. Well, I think it started. Oh off yeah, talking to the mic though. Okay. Is that cool? Is this good? Yes. It's good. Okay. I can hear you. All right. Yes. All right. Um, I think it started off when I was younger. Okay. I I I lived in Mexico. Okay. As a young child. Okay. As a young child, as a toddler. Mm-hmm two to four and I came back um, and I did and I came back to the United States and I didn't know English because Spanish was my first language essentially mm. so when I lived there I remember those memories vaguely I remember how Mexico being there living there as at that age made me feel I was very liberal I was very free I was able to go I was able to I was like everyone's family there Everyone takes care of you there. And so I'm being called to that. I, I'm, I'm being called to that through different things, different experiences as I'm growing, as I'm going through pain, a lot of, like, relationship issues. You know, it's taking me, like, you know, d- dancing has been calling to me. Dancing has been calling in a way of healing. Um, and I think it comes from my you know both of my parents side they're both indigenous they're both having uh, you know indigenous bloodline in their in 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 them you know and i think it's been lost and somehow i feel it calling me Mm -hmm. and i feel it i don't know most of the time i don't know what i'm doing yo that's all of this i'm I'm over here looking at you like what the fuck am I doing here right now? I'm no. like, yo, this is like something like in a movie or something. Like, I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is crazy. But I cannot tell you, I appreciate. Hey, yo, this is say awesome. whatever you gotta say. I love you. I love, I love being here. Yo, this thank means you. a lot to me. Yo, this is dope. Um, like, you're really saying some real shit because I want to say all the things you're really saying right now are really like how you feel. And I think a lot of people have a hard time just kind of saying like expressing shit. That's why I understand when you're getting lost in it. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I get that when you're really just trying to say something. Like, you're like. It's calling me and it's so hard to describe because that's how I kind of feel. For whatever reason, I woke up someday and then started poking at it like, well, what happened before Spain came to the country that my parents were born in? Because they don't tell me, you know, and I don't even know the language. That's one of the things that I'm really sad about. But I get why my parents kind of pushed us more towards like I'm assuming to kind of assimilate a little better. So we're not in a situation where we're struggling, I guess, from that standpoint. So but I was born here, fortunately. Um but they never really talked about the history with me. So I'm kind of going along, and I identified a lot with Spanish-Mexican culture because I'm seeing the same folks at church. So I figured I must be something like them. You know, my brother, old school back in the days of me, you know, was rocking the hairnets and the Ben Davis. Mm. Uh, and I was around that kind of neighborhood. I b- grew up in the Bay Area, and I was very familiar with that kind of idea. And, you know, all the movies in that era, you know, like Blood In, Blood Out, and, you know, Mi Vida Loca, like blood all in, that shit. Blood In, Blood Out. Like, if... You're my best friend. If you watch that movie, yo, everybody watch that movie. No, not everyone. Yo, everybody should watch that movie. Everyone should. If you haven't, go watch that movie. Blood in, blood out. That's really what got me. Like too, like you look back. This is what I have been doing. Like looking back at what I used to like as a kid. And one of my friends 
Jordan, he he's the one who put that little idea in my mind. And he was like, look back at what you used to do when you were young, when you were a child. That was like your, tr- that's your true, the truest moments, mm-hmm. you know, when you, you're not tainted. And go back to that and feel that and be allow yourself to be that, to be that free person, that free kid, mm-hmm. that free spirit that, you know, didn't care about what. It's just crazy because as a kid, like, that feelings you remember that like it's like bliss like every day is an adventure you wake up like it's like yo i'm about to discover something yeah. especially like you know uh, for, for what i remember growing up same idea it's like every day was that unique or every day was that magical and then it's for some shitty reason as you continue to get older and you kind of get ran through some of these systems if you want to call it or you know whatever education platforms where it almost feels like you start to lose a little bit of that as you continue on. They give you a little bit with recess and breaks and fun activities, but also they kind of start instilling in you this kind of like, hey, all right, now you have to kind of wake up at a time you don't want to wake up. Hey, you have to kind of eat at this time only. You need to use the bathroom. You have to tell me. And these things started kind of, you know, slowly incorporate into your life. And by the time you're at a high school, you're very hopeful. But then you have another generation telling you like, oh, it's rough out here, man. Being an adult is that it's that I'm like. Damn, and what you said, it's like, yo, reflecting back to when you were a kid, it's like, that's your purest self, like, in the most freest moment. And it's crazy how, when you reflect back, it, uh, for a lot of people, it's like, damn, either I haven't felt like that in a long time, or how do I get back to that? Yeah. And then this whole journey of how life kind of goes, I guess, is trying to really find that beacon that calls you so you could kind of relive those moments as much as possible. Boom. Boom. Yes. That's, bu- that's what I as think. As much as possible. Yeah. As much as possible, that's the key word. If if as much as possibly means one day a week, do that shit. Yo, that's for real. Do that shit for one day out yeah. the week. Yeah. If that's all, you go and uh, fucking lay, lay under a bridge. If that's really what you want to fucking do. Yo, dude. Because some you days, yeah. you want to lay under the fucking bridge. Other days. You want to fucking maybe go on a parachute and, you know, or, or skydive. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Do what you want. But just want. do it, yeah. But just do how you, f- whatever, yeah. one day out the week, yeah. one hour, one moment, one minute. Yeah. You're allowed that. We're allowed see, to See, but how do, you, how do you see the world like that? That's very interesting because to understand that idea, it's almost like either tragedy is right around the corner or has been there. Because you understand the world like that, where opportunities are few and far between or kind of just taking advantage of the time we have on earth. And for me, it's like, shit, I barely realized that maybe eh, like a couple years ago, if that, and I don't even know if I'm fully over there. That's why when you were like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. I was like, yo, nobody fucking knows. Everybody watching this doesn't know. I definitely don't know. But what we're trying to do is either pick a side and pick a choice of how to think. That's why it's like when you're throwing these concepts and ideas out, I'm like, that's, I get it. Like, I, I feel that. Like, I wish that, there could be more everything around us vibing that way. Cause you would almost think that that's the massive tr- transformation that we could all probably go through. And like, yo, we're all living on this fucking planet. This is a one-time thing. Like choose love over hate, choose all the things that we're not really promoting. Like, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, yo, how come we're not just pushing that shit? Pushing that shit. Like, you know, it's just, what do you feel? I don't know. Th- this weekend I had a little kind of like a, where I realized something like uh, my nephew plays. He's a he, he's a f- an athlete. Like mm-hmm. he plays football. He's played basketball. He's yeah. played baseball. He the man. 
He the man. Yeah. He's my all star. He's the man. He's the man. But at the same time, when I talked to him about what I was doing, when I showed him my my dancing and my uh, ayoyotes, mm-hmm. you know, I saw something that could have sparked in that 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 sparked in him. But then I also saw something that else is gonna more than likely happen and it's like the lack of support sometimes Mm -hmm. for trying something different for trying you know to dancing it's it's something that does something to me that i feel like whoa (laughs) sorry guys little bug there little bug there i need to see that shit oh there it is i see it it's on your finger now see i don't do fucking bugs it's that sweet blood that's why they're looking for that sweet blood. I'm telling you, my skin is sweet. <laughs> I'm telling you. Anyway, I'm telling you, we it's just we gotta support those crazy ideas. Yeah, those I agree. Those crazy ideas that you know y- you have as much as you support, you know. Everything else. Everything else. Yeah, like y- that else. should take as much of the effort I- as anything that's like mainstream. I agree because. Those are the uniqueness and the creative parts because uh, everybody is different. Everybody's mad unique. And if you don't allow yourself to either uh, blossom into that or allow somebody, if you're an older person to a younger person, like, yo, give them the opportunity, or even the idea, the concept of even opening it up like that. I'm like, that's like mad important because if it's not, it just kind of stays buried. And then you become this middle aged dude that's like, I remember when I was getting hell like this, but. I don't know now. Like, I'm so secure with my setup. Like, I don't even want to do that. And they're miserable, but yet that's the thing that calls them. And as you get older, it gets harder. So, like you said, it's like, yo, man, like, everything should just be fostered out with any type of enthusiasm. Like, for sure. A whole lot of enthusiasm. Yeah. Some people, uh, I, I, I actually, I might say I'm, I'm overly positive. That's a good thing. How is that a bad thing? That's crazy. Overly positive. What is overly, overly though? Overly positive, like... Is that overly? Because that sucks that that's, like, overly. Because, to be honest, that should how be people, like, that should almost be, like, a normal thing for people. Because imagine everything you walk down the street. Just imagine, like, to n- just say we walk down the street, right, and everybody we see. Imagine everybody just having that kind of, like, jovial <laughs> spirit, you know, kind of just, like, you know, being up and at them. Like, and I know it's not going to be all the time, but no. now just now the time. deciding to be like that. Because yeah, that's really what decision. it is. And right? you know what? And you know what? And you know what? Um. To, I tend to fucking twiddle and twiddle with shit when I'm good. high and start talking. That's what happens. You're creative. Yeah. That's what happens. So art has done that for me. Mm-hmm. Art, I have like chosen art to be that outlet that I run to when I need, you know, when I need uh, when I need what I'm lacking. Mm-hmm. When I need what I'm lacking, wh- whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever that is, I've let art become that. I left. I let like photography and art and speaking with creatives and creating and being in the same space i've allowed this Mm -hmm. to become part of who i am going through things Mm -hmm. art i'm telling everybody do art whatever you do makeup photography fucking playing baseball drawing um coloring yeah Anything. Frank books. Anything. I still love doing that. <laughs> um, just do it. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever it is that you feel in your heart, like do it. And it's just it's fascinating. I'm like, yo, this let, is pretty don't crazy. Let yeah. Peop- yeah, and don't let people fucking get in your way, yo. You know, there's a lot of people that are gonna yeah, tell get you. Yeah, get in the mic. Get in the mic. Get in the mic. There's there's there a go. lot of people that are gonna tell you, 
you're fucking crazy for doing the shit that you're doing. Like, it doesn't make sense for some people. What do you tell people, though? You don't tell people anything. No, I mean, like, when they say that to you, what's, what's your feeling? What's your reaction? How do you feel? Like, what's your word of advice? My word of advice is flip them off and don't tell them anything. It's true. It's true. That would be I mean, in the most polite way, you, I mean, you, you know what I mean. You're not going to tell your grandmother, but, see, but because it, it's sometimes yeah. it's family that tells Dude, you that. always it's family. Okay, therefore, <laughs> you don't do that. But How you, you do, do that, that with family? You just say, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You don't tell them because if you tell them, I'm telling you, they're going to find uh, reasons why you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I love my family, but there's always like a, a sense of doubt in a way. You know what I mean? Like, of course. Like, and a sense of like, we want you to do this, but our... What's gonna? They don't. They're not sure of themselves, so they don't think I'm sure. I don't think my path or my way. But that's the hardest thing. Like, do you have kids? No. Okay. I don't have kids either. But only imagining trying to have one and then once they get to that point in their life where they decide to do what they do, I'm like, that's a very interesting thing. I I don't understand the dynamic because I can only imagine reflecting in my age, when me and my mom especially. And sorry, mom, but I used to give her a hard ass time. Like. Hard. Used to come home hella late, like all types of nonsense. Crazy and when you shit. think about Mama, that, yeah, I'm sorry, exactly. I really feel bad because that's I a shitty time for like you. a kid, for real. Like <laughs> I feel so bad, but like understanding that dynamic, at least from that one standpoint, I'm like, how does this work really? Like, how does somebody grow up and become the best version of themselves? And that's a very mm. interesting question because I've been kind of on this whole. Like, the light is everything. Like, some Nikola Tesla, like, intuition and gut feeling is everything. It's mm-hmm. like that's something that is not really talked about or encouraged or something to that effect, which I kind of get because I always self-doubt everything I do. And, I, and I'm pretty sure everybody does. And, and We all do it. We all do it. Exactly. We all do it. That's we, what I'm Some saying. people just don't like to accept that they do it. And which is, like, the point, too, because it's like, fuck it, just hurdle that shit and go. <laughs> but a lot of the stuff, like, and like anybody else, there's always that, that fear and that doubt. And, and there's a lot of times when my instincts would tell me otherwise. But because of doing that, you're it's just, like, shrouded in fear. Like, fear is, like, everything in, in this culture, especially because. Fear drives as well, though. Fear drives. True. Fear drives. Because I, if I I drive off fear as well. Yeah. That's what I'm saying when I'm A big over, percentage I'm, of it. A big percentage. I'm like, I'm con- I would probably be considered a risk taker. I am. I do have that personality, but I also, I also, what I also feel like, <laughs> uh, I got too high. That. <laughs> No, but no, that I like I said, like I was saying, um, what's that called? Yeah. I think we should change the top topic on something more light right now. Okay. Yeah. All like, right, what a, like your dancing. Like like my dancing yeah. or um my photography. Yo, I'm trying to collab on the show. I'm collabing on the show with my girls by the Ooh. end of this April. Uh, Who this the girls called? Who April. the girls? Lisa. Okay. Elias. If Fabiola Hernandez. Dang, squad. Yeah. So was this like a photography squad? This is like an all-star team of like artists? Like what was going on over here? Yeah, it's two photographers, okay. myself and Fabiola. Okay. And Lisa as well. Nice. And she's Lisa's an artist, a painter. Oh, she's sick. She's movie director slash script writer slash I'll do it all. Shout out to all the girl power. 
this is your ladies. squad. This is like the squad squad. The squad squad. Okay. So look out for that. So y'all looking for a collab in April. In is, April. is this going to be a show in the area? or It's going to be in the area near you. Near you. Oh, oh, this is on the road. Is you taking it's this? Coming it's coming up. It's oh, coming damn. up. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Send us good vibes, yo. Send us good vibes. We hope to see Sacramento, our people out there. That, yo. Our people in SAC. What's up with SAC, man? What's up with SAC? What day? What's going on with Sacramento? I don't know. You how you feel me. about Sacramento and where it's going and the vibe and it's uh, getting how Sacramento? Yeah. I'll tell you that it's getting mad busy. Like there's a lot of people, more so than I remember. I lived here probably for what now, fifteen between fifteen twenty years, I think. Yeah, about fifteen. Probably like more like twenty years. So in the time that I've been here and the time now, there's a shit ton of people. Um. Is it good or bad? I don't know. Because I remember Sacramento being very um, isolated, more or less. I remember driving down the highways. Even when I turned 18, it was still not a lot of people. Like, gas was barely $2, I think, when I turned 18. So, if you can imagine those days. Yeah, like, I remember driving. Like, there's fucking nobody on the road, ever. It was a little janky town. <laughs> but it was like a, a... Where they found gold. Yeah, it was like a midtown. Like, it, it's like, it was really like a midway point to, like... San Francisco from wherever, Reno, whatever. This is kind of like, but it's interesting that it's a state capital too, though, which is very odd because apparently that's important. And being one of the biggest states, we are the capital, but it's just weird. 20 years ago, nobody really lived here. So, I mean, as I see it now, I don't know. I, I guess I like it, but traffic's shitty and there's a shit ton of people. And, um, but there's a lot of dope artists. Yeah, no, that's the cool artists. thing too. Yeah, a lot of new art is coming up in Sacramento. Yeah, there's a new shout out a lot of a new people energy. Yeah. who are just putting the putting the energy to put it back in arts in the art schools. You know, guys and artists. I, I I'm inspired by that. I'm inspired yeah. by other people. Like that's one of my that's where I get my energy, my outlet from other people. Yeah, and I I like like I who are some of the artists that you around town that you've either collabed with or you really like fuck with? You're like, yo, I'm I'm, I'm down with that shit, or this is who I recognize, or who's our role with everyone, everyone. Yeah. Like shot him out. Like I'm like, yo, I just want to get him on 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 air. Like, yo, that's dope. Yo, a lot of people, of course, Lisa and Fab, my number ones. But I mean, everyone from fucking Arturo, man, yep. Charles Davenport, Abstract. Imaginary yeah. other like local people, Mars, you mm. know, the Hoff guys, like even David Garibaldi. Hello, we're your studio, bro. Yeah, no, we're in your real. studio, bro. Yeah. I mean, people that have just been putting on for Sacramento, keep doing what you're doing. Mm. Like, we appreciate it. People who are, you know, are doing it and trying to do it. Here we are, man. I appreciate this. This There's is a so lot inspiring. Going on. There's a lot going on. Like, as Big much artists. as it's crazy to say, like, especially doing the Biggest show, artists. we've had a lot of, like, other, you know, acts, whether it's, you know, DJing, MCing, some artists. Uh, we've, Arturo has obviously been on a couple times now. Art, um, Yeah, we've had Bammer. We've had we've had a lot of art. And, and now reflecting back on, you know, doing this um, podcasting, I'm like, yo, there's a lot of things going on around town. It's just interesting because everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Their own thing. But what's, with that? but what's happening lately is you're starting to see a lot more collaboration. That's good. And you start to see another wave of, uh, um, you know, up, up, up and coming kids too. Yeah. already kind of, you know, getting on the scene. Like up we had coming. Tavis Landry on Tavis, like 21 years old. Yeah. I was like, damn son. I was like, <laughs> you know, just had, just had a, just a new father. And I'm just like, 
and he's 21. I'm like, I'm his elder by, you know, almost double his age. Almost. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, not really double, but I'm age close is, up age, there. I really don't. Age is no, means nothing to me. True. Almost in a sense. At 26, I would have said that shit. Yeah. Okay. I but th- to I'd me, even but even even now, though. though, I still feel the same way because I think it still has to be written on how I'm going to act when I'm whatever age. Because we already bucked the trend like, oh, I'm supposed to be this by this time. And I'm like, yo, I'm nowhere near that life that everybody's sold us. Or I'm not stressed about age. I'm stressed about what the fuck I'm cancer and shit. Like, I ain't stressed about age. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just stressing what happens when I get to that age. Like, at that point in life, like, fuck. You know, a lot of shit is is going to kill you. Like, let my age, you know, be the one. <laughs> like, the don't age let that you. The yeah, age well, of course, you, ideally. Like, yeah. Ideally. Like, you know, there's oh, other things yeah. that I've, I'm like, yo. There's so many things. A deodorant. Why is wearing deodorant one of those things? Like, you, you know what I mean? Head, yeah. Yo, no, that's for real. Yo, yeah. shaving. I don't shave. Like, yeah. everybody fucking probably know. I don't shave. And it's like, why? They got to use disposables. Along with that's been like. One of my biggest securities, like hair. Of course, I'm like, look at me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hair sex goddess. There you go. I'm a hair sex goddess. That it's is crazy. interesting. Like, I don't know why that's still a stigma. I was actually just talking about that earlier. Like, I'm like, yo, that's so weird. I like, think it's be not becoming a stigma. The more people feel more comfortable with themselves and allowing themselves to just flow. Do what you Some do. Some people are gonna be. Uh, and then the others are, and then you got to be like, but I don't care. There's gonna be motherfuckers like, man, she knows what the fuck she's doing. I'm, like, I'm about to rock with that movement. <laughs> Keep it real. Like, if I was a girl, I'd be like, man, I'm sh- my leg hair, I'm just letting that shit rock. Whatever. Fuck you it. know, whatever. Because to do that shit, what, every day or every two days or some shit? Is that how many times this motherfucker got to shave their legs? Yes. Like, yeah, you have to. I mean, imagine. I don't know. I mean, I did used to shave my legs in seventh grade for some odd mean, reason, though. <laughs> it was weird for some aerodynamic <laughs> shit. Yo, shouts out to all the homies in seventh grade that was doing that. Did That's you what shave my hair or nair? Like no, I shaved. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't nair. There's Even so though nair was sh- hot, but uh, that shit was too scary. I'm like, what is that, a lotion that just right. takes your hair off? <laughs> Fuck that shit. I ain't rubbing that shit into my I skin. I hate nair. But I'm just saying, though, that's wild that motherfuckers was buying that, not right. even asking what that shit what is. What shit is. Yo, exactly. for all you nair, 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 if you want to sponsor this pod, you know, <laughs> I'll support that shit. But back then, I'm like, what? what is that nonsense? What is that? People no. didn't even ask what that was. They no. sold that shit for we like five don't. bucks. We still don't. We still don't. See, I don't even know. That's hella funny you brought that up because I was like, I haven't heard and Nair since the fucking commercial. Where like is this trash going? I don't know. Where is it going? Where is it going? Do you know I, where it goes? Because when I used to shave, I used to buy like 12 packs every two weeks. Like yeah. a pack of 12 razors every two weeks. Like where does that fucking accumulate to? I don't know, but fuck, I got to keep shaving. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter to us. Like it, it doesn't. We don't think about the repercussions no, no. of what. Well, what we for the long time we haven't, but it's only now that we're like people are asking questions. Like for me, I had that question. That's why I got up on the internet. I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna find out where trash is from, I know, or where they put trash at. And little did I know, motherfucker, that shit. And I don't know how true this was. I don't know. I could have been high. I could have been late. But a large portion of our trash goes into the ocean. A large portion of it. It's like a dump site, and I want to say on the East Coast, it's about, I don't know how many hundred, like, miles away, but uh, from what I know or from what I've seen, they just pour that shit into the fucking, uh... Salud. Boom. What's good? Take this. Oh, no, that's all you. Go ahead. You don't want a shot? No, I'm good. Listen, I really am good. This is for my grandmother. I'm there sorry. You go. No, go ahead. Do your thing. For my grandmother, Nicolasa Hernandez Zuniga. She passed when she was 99 years old. Damn. Yeah, and she wore the same two braids every day of her life. 
Man. And she herded sheep. And she also had whiskey every day in her life that she lived that long. And she was a very humble, gracious, sophisticated woman that offered you her last and that made sure people were fed, you know. This is for her. This is for her. Yo, cheers to that. It's like when I'm having this, like, fascination almost with, with death and, and like, uh, extinction. Mm-hmm. Like in all world or in, like in, in every in every aspect mm-hmm. of like, you know, living and then Was it just recently? I think so. Why? And what do you think? What's your theory? Go well, deep. Well I think it's because I'm going through this period of almost shattering yeah. in a sense. Breaking down, really mis- you know some mis- misinterpretations within myself, not being myself 100% of the time. So I'm constantly breaking that. I'm constantly having to, like, you know, if, if I'm feeling some type of way, like certain emotions. Going off the wall with it right now. No, do what you got to say. I'm going off the wall with it right now. But certain emotions, you know, you have to break down and you really have to feel within your body and what your body's telling you. Like the other day, I felt like I needed a salad. <laughs> I felt like I needed a salad. And then salad. you just went to go get one. Have you ever craved a fucking salad? Yeah, hell yeah. So you know the feeling. I know the feeling of craving anything, but salad but just because it's salad in particular. But salad because you almost you almost died if you didn't have it. Oh damn! It was that deep. It was that deep. I don't know if I ever felt like that for salad. You tripping? Exactly. Exactly. So iceberg salad so pretty good though with a little bit of bacon. That's kind of fly, but Ooh. I don't know about that though. But what'd you get? What, it, what kind of salad was this though? It was a spinach, cranberry, almonds, feta. Uh, that's it. That's hella normal. Mushroom. That's normal. That's normal. What? That's it doesn't matter. Salad. It was salad. I needed it. Sometimes your soul calls for things. But see, the cool thing Just is that you answered that call. Answer that call. Whatever that is, it can be minuscule. But see, that's what I'm saying. But that's like, crazy, it though, have right? To be that deep. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't have to be that deep. But that's deep. the idea of just really just trusting your instincts trusting. and your feelings. Trusting. But see, how'd you get to this point? Is this some kind of uh, no, is this something buried deep in your blood, or is this something that you kind of came to, or your grandparents kind of passed it to you, parents passed it to you? It's what I've grown up to see. See, and this is what's and interesting now because what you were talking about earlier, wanting to get back into like more or less the culture and the history of you know your people. Whether it's are you doing more of the Aztec, you know, old ancient dancing? Yeah, like that yeah, thing. I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I haven't I haven't talked about the Aztec dance because um, I feel like it's something that I'm studying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're studying something, you take quizzes yeah. and. And you learn, and you don't get things right, and I don't necessarily consider myself completely. Uh, I I haven't mastered it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but who truly does anything? Yeah. Ever. I mean, yeah. but there's there you get to a point where you know, mm-hmm. like you know. Well, of course. Well, yeah. you know, you know, and and I'm still, I'm learning. still, I'm still learning. That's but good. But what is doing to me? I'll tell you what is doing to Connecting me. Connecting yourself with the past. 
is connecting myself with the past. Not only that, but I'm connecting myself with me, mm-hmm. with who I need to meet, with who I need to see. Damn. And that's it. And, no, and, and, and it's in it. And whoever, you know, whoever doesn't vibe with me, it's okay. There's a lot of people yeah. who I've learned that just can't get on my level. I've struggled with a lot of, with like, not understanding what you told me earlier, mm-hmm. which was, I'm that kind of person. I'm kind of scary and I'm kind of, what did, how did you explain Alluring. That? Alluring, exactly. Alluring. Alluring. Yeah. You have this like energy to you. So it's like, it's fascinating. That's why when you sat down at Deke's Dungeon, which is where we met, um, it was really cool because you came, you sat down and you had a very certain energy and you were very just open and like talking. Like there was a, a certain, like, uh, I want to say like a certain aura to be totally honest. Thank so that's why I was like, okay, cool. And then when we reached out to you to get that picture that you took of us, that's when it kind of like, oh, you should do the pod sometime. And then booked you for today and then i did the research i was like yo this is like somebody who's really being themselves like to me what i'm seeing obviously and i'm only seeing that before the interactions that we've had and then kind of what we're talking about now it is fascinating to kind of see like what your thoughts are and like kind of where you're at in placement of you know what you want to do you I'm know, still figuring going forward it out. And the past I'm and shit, but that's what everybody is. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, but it's cool though that I'm you have that vibe. That's I was like, yo, that's like hella unique. Thank like you, to bro. me, that's I was like, there's not a lot of people that are willing to just take the free fall of just really embracing whoever they are and whoever that may be. Whoever that might be. Yeah, because it's not saying like, oh, I'm the ultimate. I'm everything. It's like, yo, I'm just, I am trying to live this life a certain way. You know what I'm saying? That's I was like, I get that. I respect that. Thank not you. a lot of people can do that. Um, and it sucks, especially as you get older. It's just not something common that would happen. You know what I'm saying? The more that you refrain yourself from trying to do the things you want to do, it stifles, like, everything in your life. Like, I'd, and even for me, I'm still trying to figure it out. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not on, on some fucking mountain. Like, oh, yes, this is the one I'll be I live one. I'm still figuring it out, but this is what I'm understanding about it is it is a gut instinct. It is a reaction. It is a feeling you have to get in. You know what I'm saying? So... In that regard, I'm like, gut instinct, trust your feelings, and, like, just embrace who trust you are. Trust your insides, folks. Yeah. Trust your insides. Yeah, but it seems like some spiritual shit that you're able to find this is because it almost seems like when you reflect back into ancient culture, life was a lot more, you could say simpler, but they're just more in tune with everything that is kind of probably around them. That's just my guess, and this yeah. is disregarding a lot of other things, but, I mean... Uh, living in that culture back then you're like how did they even do it back then you know what i'm saying like i'm like yo to survive the elements and the way of life that it was back then you're like yo, that's some amazing people it, it, it does it to me it doesn't seem that difficult that's that's mm-hmm. that's where i feel like yeah from my your perspective my perspective yeah it's like it doesn't seem that difficult actually mm-hmm. you know uh, but i'm looking at it but then why does life seem hard for a lot of people now because they choose it to see that way. That's a good point. Let me wear your glasses. Don't wear my glasses. I lost my glasses. But I love wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. Different colored glasses. Because I see things diff- like in different perspectives. And, mm-hmm. and so you got to choose like uh, what, what glasses you want to wear on what day. Mm. So how do you stay motivated? 
Like, do you have, like, a morning routine you do? It seems like you would do something very routine-like in the morning. Yeah, I go outdoors. Like, right and when you I wake like up? And I like bird-watching. I have ah. binoculars, and I love connecting with the birds and whistling to the birds. And uh, mostly, you, you, you wouldn't believe it, but birds like to stay in the same place for a long period of time. And, and different birds, different sizes of the birds live in different parts of the trees. The smaller, medium-sized birds live in the, m- in the middle. No, I'm sorry. The cr- like the bigger sides, crows, you know, um, maybe like owls, they like to live in the middle. The, the big, the smaller like to live in the top. And so it's like amazing because this is like another side of me that I usually don't let. Like I, it just, it's something that I enjoy doing because yeah, of course. I. It's the shit you're into. It's healing. Yeah. And. I see hummingbirds. I see hummingbirds. I talk to a hummingbird mm-hmm. almost every day. Yeah. Is it the same one? It's the same one mm, with the same bird. That is interesting. And some allow me, some even, I, I, I'm so persistent that some allow me to, allow themselves to come close to me. Damn. And show, and show themselves. Damn. And uh, gave me that respect, which I feel like. I feel like that's the ultimate respect. Oh, hell when yeah. you get the r- you, when you have respect of mother nature. Yeah. I've heard you say this a lot since you've come to the studio already like healing. Like can you go a little bit like a, a little bit more of the backstory of that cuz I know it's a general term like I could just be like, "Oh, I get it like self-healing or healing properties," but I mean to you because I know that's something that you've said quite often now and I kind of picked up on it. Like uh, elaborate a little bit on like what does that mean to you or how you kind of use it in the context when you talk to people? Mm. Allow yourself to cry if you want to cry. Um, pain. I mean, he, he. It's like when you're looking at the bird, you're like, "Yo, that's healing." That's healing. All that. All that is healing. Going through things. Going through dismay. Going to you know traumatic, life-changing events. And being able to overcome that and overcome certain cycles that have been passed down through generations, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Cycles that have been passed down and that you just decide to break. There's a chain mm-hmm. that you just... See, because that's interesting. Because you said earlier, like, your parents were born uh, indigenous to their respective areas, right? Puerto Rico and then uh, Mexico. What part of Mexico were they born in? Or your Pachuca, was that your... Pachuca Hidalgo. And mm-hmm. is that more central or more southern? That's central. More central. So from your parents being born there and you being born here, right, but then staying there, how has it been, like, in terms of transition or assimilating with just kind of American culture? Especially that the fact that you were living in Mexico then came to America, like, what are some of the, you know, hurdles or some of the things that you noticed, especially maybe cultural or some of the things you picked up on or, you know, weren't really fond of or some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Because that's an interesting thing, because I ask a lot of people that have immigrant parents this question, because mm-hmm. for my experience being Filipino-American, it's a very interesting experience. But, you know, for your situation, what what are some of the things that you kind of noticed or picked up on or reflecting back like, oh, this is kind of weird because, uh, you know, whatever. Think of what something that was just weird of being an American. 
Well, being in America, especially being I mean, in America and being as you're growing American. up and reflecting back, you're like, yo, what that is kind of weird. I didn't notice that when you were younger. Does that make sense? Like yeah. for me, like, let me give you a story. Like I remember thinking I was Mexican for a long time <laughs> and then I came to California or I came to Sacramento and that's when I really started figuring out like, OK, it's more like Filipino. OK, but I don't know anything about it. You don't learn it in school. My parents aren't telling me about Philippines. So I'm like, OK. And whatever little information I get. And it's kind of interesting because the whole entire time I'm like, I'm just trying to, I guess, blend in. But being Filipino, I'm like, I blend in with everybody. Yeah. I get along with everybody. I speak English and I'm nice enough. I'm very hospitable and very sociable. So, I mean, but a lot of Filipino people carry these traits. If anybody, most people do for the most part that are inviting in that crowd. So understanding that, you know, like for you reflecting back, like, Oh, were you aware of your culture well, I think, like I back think the then? First thing, the first thing I would I would say, yeah, that I can remember now that I think about it, would be like something like you had to speak English properly. Mm. Like that's what they used to tell you? Well, not, no. The, you, I used to have to go to special classes during the class of English because they yes. wanted me to speak English properly and know English mm-hmm. as my first language. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And... It's something that I, I feel like they're they're doing now. They're m- there's more bilingual schools nowadays, but before then there wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so I was thrown in a, in a room where I was forced to speak a language and not given an alternative. You know what I mean? Mm, I get what you're not given an alternative, and felt like you have you can't speak this other language. Yeah, that's how we often feel. You can't be this and this. Yeah. You can't be this and this and this. You can't be black and white. You can't be Mexican yeah, and Puerto Rican. You have to identify and with and one American. Of the other. You can't, you know, yeah. you, exactly. They like have to put you in some type of you comfortable box. You have to box. be put in some box. Yeah. And you're forced to be something that you're not yeah. from the very young age. I agree. You're ever told that speaking with a fucking little lisp or not being able to roll yeah. your R when you say Rodrigo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's incorrect. Yeah. You know, instead of saying it's okay, this is how you pronounce it. It's all that, or, yeah. or being like accepting that people are here to make get a better living and to not lo- you know and to be able to help other people. Mm-hmm. Like it don't rob them from what their culture is. Mm-hmm. Don't tell them that Saints fucking Patrick's is like better than their holiday culture lint or something like yeah. you know what i mean yeah we lose that we lose that and so we how do you think that we navigate that then though because america is a weird ass place like that because it, it isn't a way it's a choice yeah it's a choice it's a very much choice of our parents your mm-hmm. parents me now yeah. you now yeah her now everyone now make a choice yeah. make a choice yeah. and decide to stick with it and decide to say you know where this is where it starts or this is where it stops a lot of people they said, this is where it stops. A lot of people said, you know, I gave up my language. I give up the food I eat. I give up the color of my skin, the way I was shaped, the way I was originally made. I decided to give that up, and I decided to give into something else. Whatever that might be, that might be someone else's reality, but it might not be the truth. The truth is always going to call to you. The truth is always going to call to you. Whatever that is, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And some people are so disturbed because their reality is different. Their reality is their reality, but it's not the truth. It's not. And and, and I forget that still. I forget that I don't live in my truth always. Mm-hmm. I don't. And I and I learned this from going through pain and uh, and I allowing myself to go through pain 
and when you don't allow yourself to go through fame you feel invisible invisible like invincible mm-hmm. right you feel like nothing can touch me nothing can hurt me yeah and There's i was at that point i was i was trip. numb i was very numb mm-hmm. and i had to really break down a lot of cycles that was passed down from generation to generation and mm-hmm. a lot and now i'm learning new ones that weren't that mm-hmm. were lost along the way so i need to go back home i need to go back home mm-hmm. it's not home but it's home like a lot of people i was born here but it's home because it's calling to me and it's mm-hmm. a place where I feel like I'm only gonna know more about myself mm-hmm. or lose myself and find myself again. Yeah. I mean, do you ever have that fear of like going so far to the point where you yeah. change, and it's just like, yo, I don't, I'm just like lost, lost. No, no, never, never. Like, because that's lost, a big uh, undertaking to like really, you know. And I, don't, I don't know your life up to this point, obviously, but just to kind of allow yourself to really take a year out and just kind of do something that's more kind of something that you feel like you need to do. Like, yeah. I d- I'll admit, like, though, that's, I haven't done something like that, I don't know what I could be able to recall in my life. Like, but I've had moments where I did go to school early, left the house, very uncomfortable situation for me. But I know that because of that experience, it changed kind of the whole, probably my life going forward. But if I never went there, then it could have just been, in hindsight, who knows. But I'm just saying, like, it, it's kind of one of those things. for you For you to kind of, do that and act upon it like that's that's really cool like i i I, I mean you know what i'm saying i'm not working by myself yeah i wanted to tell you yeah there's people around me that 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 are able that i the generations before me have provided this Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't always have to mean like they provided a money for your tuition for your college yeah no they provided a life they provided uh they they provided for me to live and they provided Mm -hmm. a a certain tradition Mm -hmm. a a certain tradition that that is so deeply and rooted in a lot of us but we neglect it and uh i'm i'm i just yeah i feel like uh that's what motivates me some people that i see are still striving that are still that want to find themselves that are losing themselves um do you feel like a lot of people aren't in that uh, in that phase? No. I, a lot of people. We're all waking up. We're all, s- you know, I feel like it's a wave right now. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it's a wave. And I'm allowed to be a wave. Fuck, get on my wave. <laughs> Yo, for get real. Get on my wave. That's a, I think that's one of the dopest expressions of this new generation. Like, no, for real. I, I think that's a real thing. good wave? Yeah. Like catch a good wave. Yeah. Because you are the environment. You are the people you keep. You are the energy that surround you. You are the things that you accept in your life. It's really that weird. It sounds crazy in the sense that when you tell people that, people are just like, oh, that's some like, you know, fucking hippie bullshit. You tree hugging motherfucker. I was like, okay, for one, it's weird that people have to call you out. And if say that, like, oh, you're hella in an (laughs) environment, like you're hella dumb. How is that even for certain people? Like if you live on Earth, you probably need to be for the environment. So that's crazy. But this uh, understanding the idea, like, seriously, like, you build your world in reality. The the idea of the world being malleable to me, and I've said this a million times probably on the pod, but you get to pick and choose how you want to be, like, in your life, what you want to be around. The very people you put yourself around or the environments that you allow yourself to be in, those shape your reality. Like, that's why there's those things where if you're in a poisonous situation or relationship or environment where it's just kind of if you're in a room with 10 people and nine people are talking about the same thing like yo man 
fucking just waiting for that weekend, man. Or, yeah, dog, just, you know, trying to get out of this rat race, man. You know, whatever that energy is. And you're the only one that's like, yo, like, man, I'm trying to live this life, man. Let's do whatever. And all the nine people around you, you're going to more or less take that, you know, kind of attitude at some point because no one else around you to vibe. But if you constantly strive to put that environment in your everyday life, whether it's you providing it. Hey, what's up? How you doing? This and that. Like a hug. Yo, here I bought some breakfast. Or yo, you want to have some of this lunch? Or little things like that. Before you know it, then your reality becomes everything around you is reciprocating back. Right. It's one of those weird things. It sounds crazy, but it sounds crazy. It the energy crazy. you put out is the energy you get back in I the craziest way. And this is the old cliches because this is how motherfuckers used to do it back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a sense, you said it well. You said it well. Thank you. You said it very well. I say it a lot just because this is only a realization of the concept, and this is more or less recently in my life, where embracing that idea, it's pretty simple. And when you think about the idea of it, it's like it's old as shit. But the only reason why it's old as shit is because it fucking works. Whatever us as being, you know, human beings, we have a tendency to deviate from that, apparently a lot more often than you would hope so. So to try to find your path to that idea and really base yourself. That's why when you say healing, in my head, I'm already thinking, like, meditation. I'm thinking stretching. I'm thinking, like, you know, oh like that's constant all that's healing. G- all that's good as well. I yeah. Like, but like it seems like you just say it in the regard of, like, constant healing. Yeah. Like, because we're always in self-repair. Exactly. Like, especially if, like you said, you're allowing yourself to feel things, which when you made that analogy, I was like, yo, I kind of get that. When you're, like, you have to allow yourself to cry or feel hurt mm-hmm. is because we don't do that enough. We don't do that enough. Just like in the same light that we don't look in the mirror and give ourselves props like, yo, killing it or hey, pat on the back. Like we don't give ourselves enough. Like we're always first to point out like the worst shit about ourselves. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Always, always. But, you know, I feel like kiss yourself. For real. Like be proud. Yeah. Kiss yourself. Seriously. Be 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 your own best friend and love it and tell yourself the good things that you would tell somebody else. Because I swear, if I, if I can uplift you and uplift another person, then why can I do it for myself? Yeah. And you should be able to do yourself. That's why take that day, that hour, that minute, that second for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm a true believer of. Like, just taking the second and just deciding to be positive and deciding to make something happen which you couldn't think it was possible to happen but it happened because you decided to make it happen and that's just what it is folks (laughs) no i (laughs) do i totally agree i totally agree i i I agree a thousand percent and i'm feeling it right now like what just energy the vibe you you definitely are a unique individual in the sense that whether this is wherever trying to information you're at right now of yourself because the way it sounds like it's constant and i get it because for me i'm the most self-deprecating like uh, even doing today's thing i was like oh, i don't know if i want to do it uh, i'm just like yeah this yeah. and that like what am i even talking about i'm at but then yeah. in reality it's like okay you either step up to the plate that's why i kind of get where you were saying fear definitely drives it because yeah. if fear is the thing that got me to the pod and we've been doing it for almost like a year and a half now and I'm very fortunate to, like, you know, have the people actually want to come on. Or even when they come on, they're really surprised that, like, yo, this is just, like, cool to kind of do. I was like, all it is to me is a conversation. And it's kind of taking a page out of what you just said, where it's like, if I could create a space or an environment for people to just feel comfortable and just talk. Because it's very rare that nowadays you get to sit down with someone, like, basically uninterrupted and just talk about whatever. Like, whether it's relevant, not relevant, bullshit or not. It's always in passing by or it's always through text or it's always a quick phone call or 
it's just never a time to sit down and just talk. So for me, this has now become kind of my healing or my therapy where before it was like, oh, let's do a cool show, have some fun. And before you knew it, it was more or less me learning about myself through other people, vice versa, trying to provide a platform for just people to say whatever it says. Or if anything, just to talk. I mean, really. Talk about it. Yeah, for real. Talk about it. Talk about how you feel. About what, what you, you smell. Do. Yeah. Listen, mm. I was sick for about three days, right? Yeah. For about three days, I couldn't smell out of my nose. Like straight up? Like straight up. Like I just had the snuffles tough. Were right? you tripping? I'm barely getting over it. Or was I tripping? Yeah. Let me tell you how hard I was tripping. Yeah. I was tripping so hard that I couldn't taste. I tried everything for about three. I couldn't taste. I said I'd rather be deaf, which I love my deaf people. Shout out to the deaf community. Boom. Get that sound language up. Oh, there you go. I saw that too. I was like, "Ooh, holler!" Which is funny Love because you. I thought that that I thought that language was the same in every country, but I guess it's different in every country. It's different in every country. Fuck. Just, I mean, but just like how we all have dialects. But we I know, but you would think slang. though in my head because I had this crazy fucking I'm super high thought where I, mean, I was but like, "It's cool though to think that This is that how way. you communicate with everybody Universal, and everybody learns sign language and every yeah that would be. And so then cool. one of my I'm friends was like, "Oh no, they speak different sign language, a different but it, culture." But it's not hard to like hop like get on the conversation. Is it easier? It's Do easier. you feel like it's Spanish to different? South Americans, but you could do this. Well, like, say, well, if you went to China and they're yeah. Oh, really? Is it that it's, more it's, it's common? A, it's 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 easier to pick up than say more, a language or like more a written like thing. Gestures and face expressions. Okay, as opposed to the actual sound mm-hmm. or tone. Yeah, you don't hear like fuck you. Yeah, you know, you don't hear tone. You're or, just hey, seeing. Hey, baby, how you doing? You just see an action. Or so it's you just see to an action or. You know, y- it's just different. You're okay. not you're not using tone. So how long would it take you to like figure out uh, the talking point? Say in somewhere in Asia. Maybe you you'll, maybe you'll start a conversation and you'll figure it out as you go. I don't think it would take that long. Really? Yeah, I mean that's the best way to. Are, do but it. are you like on some super level like signage like person, or are you just kind of like I'm I not. get it, I like know. you can talk. I I, I I can get it, and I know how to sign. I took three years to sign language. Um, I'm still not confident in it though. But once I'm talking, mm. it's like I, I start feeling the confidence. It's it's different. It's Do like, you ever it's try like to speaking like English for yeah. me? It's, I'm not comf- uh, confident 100. percent Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have an accent. Mm. I don't say things correct. But it doesn't matter. Like yeah. as long as you can communicate, just That's the effort. The Being effort. able to, to have the effort will get you such a long oh, way. Oh, see, I was under the such impression that way. it was a different language. So it's I similar. Mean, it's just more based on gesture and kind of like motion. But it's easier to pick up than, say, the language itself, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So maybe my idea still is alive then because I had this idea where how come they just don't teach sign language as like like you know, everybody needs to learn it. Right. So when you travel, you do it in sign as opposed to speaking That's because obviously point. speaking takes a lot more. You're looking at expressions, conjugations, verbs, all that. But if it was That's sign right. language – and now that you're kind of you know telling me like yo it's it'll probably be a lot easier to pick it up in a different country. See, I was under the impression that's why I shut down the idea. But then you got to think about it. Listen, then you got to think what? about it. you can't have walls at your house. What do you mean you can't have walls? <laughs> why? Because how are you gonna be able to see someone sign something? How are you gonna tell them? That's a good Fuck point. you. Well, that's a good point too. But I mean, I don't know how do deaf people do it. Yeah, you can't have walls at your house. Wait, so all deaf people live in homes no, with no walls? No, not necessarily. Oh, okay, but they have say. Some, they have lights and triggers. Like, uh, like that's why Abby. But see, that's, that's why, why ambulances have uh, have lights. Yeah, because 
deaf people. Oh, and there's I didn't certain know that. things like like the sound and the the lights on the streets and yeah. the walking man. That's because some people are blind ah. or they're they See, can't hear. But that's what I'm saying. So how can we just don't retrofit going forward? To have everything be for people. I think that would be an awesome idea. Yeah. Let's all do it. But even everybody should it. know sign language, regardless. Well, you do. You do. Well, I know. No, I don't know anything, really. You like, don't You don't hello? think you do? Uh, hi. Yeah, hi. Yes. You, you probably know, like... 10%. What's this? Driving. Boom. Boom. Killing it. Boom. You probably oh, I didn't know, know that. Like Is it easier than expected? It is easier than expected. Uh, you probably know, like... Um, so when... That's a cat. But see, but when you're talking, though, so when you're talking in sign, is it like, do you have the thes and the ands and all that? Or are you just kind of going from word to word and yeah, everything's filled in with yeah, expression? You, yeah, you're going like, like, shoe, mm-hmm. I like yours. So are you using like, is that the word like or is it like a letter? No, n- not like a, like a. Like a like, a feel good. It, it, it so can that embodies like one thing, one depending like on your expression. Depends on your expression uh, and what you're saying, what you say next, and your gesture. What's the mis- the biggest miscommunication in sign language? I think people not being fluent in it, and people. I mean, it's hard. Like, what's the worst one you ever witnessed or heard uh, about? Uh, or ever encountered where you're like, oh, I didn't mean that. It came out oh, wrong. Okay. So <laughs> you like know what I'm saying? Because I can imagine that happens a lot. Like you trying, you help trying to help them out without them asking you. Okay. For instance, like yeah. you're at a store mm-hmm. and they're deaf and they're like the the you know someone's tr- in the counter is like can't understand them and wants mm-hmm. to tell them something they don't understand and you go ahead and I sign and yeah. I go in and help you that needs. But you don't need help. Someone yeah. can give you a paper and, and you can write it, write it down. Yeah. So that's a misconception. I'm not yeah, because I've had that. I've had that a couple times at the at the at the place I work. I've had a couple of deaf people come, but they just come through like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna write it. Exactly. Like it's all good. Exactly. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's pretty simple. I'm just thinking in my head. I just had this idea, and I was like, yo, if everybody learned sign language, it'd be way easier to fucking travel. Way easier. And then listen, we already don't think. talk to a lot of people. That's we what already I'm saying. don't use language. So if you go up, you're like, yo, cool. And if everybody knows it, you're like, oh, and yeah, you here you go. You already have FaceTime, you know. That's what so I'm saying. That's a good point, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So can sign language be Let's the universal it. language of yes. the our at least our world? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Earth to whoever. Yo, that's real. Because I thought, and it crushed my dreams when uh, my friend was like, no, it's different dialects. I was like, what? Or it's like, it's a whole different thing. That's what I thought. So I was like, oh. But now you're saying, no, a lot of it's just gesture. It's a lot gesture. of it's just like, it's, it's more lingo. It's expression. It's lingo. Yeah, it's like their uh, accent yeah. is tied on to the words. But the words are universal. Yeah. Ah, see? Dream's still on, motherfuckers. Yeah. Anyways, yes, I'm at the hour mark. I know that uh, you have a busy you know, work schedule and stuff like that. But let the people know where they can find you, things you got going on, people you want to shout out. Whatever it is that you want to say in remarks, and, and you know, then we'll, we'll call it. This is the end up the the end the end out the um. Follow me, guys. Nicotina Sweet. It was great being here. I appreciate it. Um, we got super lit before the radio show. Yep. But. What is that? Yeah. Illuminati. <laughs> She's CIA right now. She's taking pictures. No, not even. I'm just, I'm just flowing. I'm just flowing. This is fourteen ninety nine. This is crazy, guys. Why? Because it's fourteen ninety nine, or because they still sell them? Both, but fourteen ninety nine. So, what is it about this camera that you like so much? That I, I can't see what it's gonna look like. Oh. Can't see what it's gonna look like. That is hella funny that that used to be the thing right there. Nicotina so. Sweet.
Yes. Tina Marie Mejia, super photographer, dancer, artist, healer, sign languager, Puerto Rican, Mexican, Sacramento. Check it out. Peep it out. Yo, thank you again. Uh, Shouts out to P. Hopefully the baby's safe and things. I'll probably call you after this. Just figure out what's up with that. But yes. see y'all next week. 93. Thank you very much. Signing off. We out. Peace.